Last time on Good Neighbors. Cassius goes live and on the air to convince everyone in town to keep all the lights on with a complex scheme. June magically observes local reporter Carla Matsigo in the past just as the comet arrives to learn that there is not one monster, but two. Flint and Beck skillfully disarm and free a crowd of mesmerized citizens only to be chased down by a falcon wreathed in fire. So the way that this is going to go is that uh, those two things, the news show, the like breaking and entering, and the uh, mo- motorcycle getaway have all been happening at the same time. So the ends of both are at the same moment. I'm going to cut over to uh, Cassius and June, uh, but at any moment, and particularly where it feels narratively relevant or uh, conveniently set up, uh, either one of you, Flint or Beck, may contact the other team be it by showing up uh and bringing the fire monster to the crowded place oh no uh by calling them or any other signal that feels appropriate at the time does that make sense Mm-hmm. so so at any point you can just be like guys or something just like say something either way it doesn't really doesn't really matter the exact format we will deal with it as it comes okay. but whatever feels relevant to you uh, con- you can make contact the other team if you wish. You may also decide not to. That's fine. Oh, no. Um, I'll definitely sabotage whatever you're doing with a giant firebird. You can't give me that power. <laughs> uh, doesn't. Yeah. However you guys want to uh, tackle this is all up to you. So if you decide not to contact them and just deal with it on your own, also fine. Uh, just as a fair warning, um, it will be difficult with just two people. Alrighty. Let's do this. Cassius and June. The current situation is as follows. The uh, the news station is uh, soaking wet. The fire sprinklers have gone off in every single room. No one is happy. Uh, they were in the middle of a broadcast. Everything had to be shut down. So the biggest thing here is that they are losing money. Uh, and that's that's a big old no-no. Uh, they're, they're, people probably tuned in for a bit to be like, oh shit, what's going on? But they had to shut everything down. Uh, and everything is a little bit chaotic right now. As uh, Cassius, you're your broadcast at the like little desk thing that normally is in front of all the cameras uh, no longer uh, is being filmed. And June, you are exiting the like office area where you started the fire. Uh, either one of you, take us away. What are you guys up to? Uh, I am uh, grabbing like a clipboard as I leave the office, trying to look like semi-official. Clipboard gets you anywhere. And I am going to the newsroom where I know Cassius is. Okay. I don't think that requires a role here. Uh, everyone's expecting everybody to be moving pretty quickly right now. Uh, and Cassius, what are you up to? I think I'm going to try to do like a little like Jason Bourne white where like I'm like I like disappear into the crowd as like Carla's 
maybe we're like doing a stare down and then I fade off towards <laughs> an exit. Uh, but I don't think it works all that great, probably. So we'll see. Uh, roll me act under pressure to evade her. But I'll give you a... Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I was going to say, is it a negative one on this one? I don't think or... so. Uh, because you chose... What's it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jessica Jones stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, not recognized. Don't piss anyone off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, as part of that, been, don't piss anyone off. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you do choose that literally every time. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice that to say uh, that you can just escape in this moment in the in this sort of chaos here, because I think that was part of what you said for the protect someone when you spent the luck point. So I'm not going to oh, deny you that. Yeah. So. To like uh, uh, keep her at bay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think as you uh, start to like sink into the background. Uh, with your, uh, with your, you know, snake-like smile here, she has, like, dead, uh, like, she's throwing daggers at you, and looks like she's about to, like, try and steal you, when one of the, like, executives is like, Carla, what are you doing? We need to, we got out of here! And, like, grabs her by the, the shoulder, and she turns around and has, like, this kind of sinister but happy face that all TV personalities have as she is, uh, dragged away into the executive, like, sort of group. And the two of you run into each other, I assume. Yeah. Hey, uh, Cassius, uh, where's that that woman, that reporter woman? Uh, I don't know. She kind of got uh, hustled away. I'm sure she's being evacuated right now. I think we got to, like, kidnap her or something. Are you sure? I mean, she. Uh, it just seems like a, a pretty bold move for just two of us, but... I think she's more, maybe more than, you know, meets the eye. Oh, she's like super involved in what's going on. Uh, I don't exactly remember everything, but uh, if you listen to the recap at the start of this episode, it explains it. And uh, yeah, she's like, she's like super evil or something. And I think I think we gotta like, I don't know, like. Like like the the Brooklyn police arresting protesters or something. I think we gotta like get her or interrogate her or something um look for right now i think we've disabled the tv operation so i think we've kind of cut the legs out from under her um i think maybe at the moment we should just regroup with the other two and and uh then launch a second operation uh i just don't want to get caught with the two of us if if she's (sighs) I mean, you're you're probably right, but I don't even know where the fuck they are. Aren't they in a swamp or something? Didn't they go after the beacon? Yeah, they went after the beacon, right? Yes, I think. Let's get out of this raiding building real quick. <laughs> How about that? And then maybe yeah, I can it, call, it is, see it is my pretty wet might. in here. Yeah, I'll see. Is there an actual fire, by the way? Because I, I feel like the timing was really good for it to be a real fire, but also... What's uh, going on? There's a lot of sirens, dude. I uh, I reached behind Cassius's ear and I pull out a coin and then I like do a presto changeo hand motion and it's gone and I go, it's magic. Well, that explanation has worked for me at every point up until now, so I don't see why it should stop. No, I lit a trash can on fire with some cigarettes from that bitch's desk. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, all right. Um... (gasps) Why don't we go somewhere dry and I can see if my phone still works? I'd, uh, I'd say I could call him on my beeper, but I don't think it does that. <laughs> uh, you exit the uh, uh, the building 
Uh, and you can see, like, a bunch of people are, are doing the exact same, and they're all, like, you know, complaining about wet clothes and whatever, as uh, emergency responders are showing up, but not as many as one would think, uh, as a lot of them have been spread thin throughout the town uh, due to the large series of car accidents, uh, robberies, and uh, also part of the town's on fire. Uh, not that you guys know, but uh, there's, like, maybe one truck here that could put out a fire, and it looks like not the one that they had that they would like normally use. Like this is like like a big old regular ass truck that they attached like the apparatus to to spray a bunch of water. Well, now I feel like an asshole for spreading their forces. Then, whoops. Uh, so there's a little property damage somewhere. Who gives a shit? Anyway, uh, as we're like leaving, do we see Carla? As we're like, just do we notice her in like a group? As uh, Romy, read a bad like... situation. Okay. Uh, can I assist? It's, it's opportunities yeah. there. I'm assisting. And this is a minus one as well, right? Because of the mm -hmm. sleep demons. Yep. yep. Uh, um. So that is. Well, yeah, Andy. Let me know how you do. So. Oh I'm shit! I have to roll to help out. I forgot. I forgot <laughs> how to play this game. Um. Not do, do I have a minus one? Uh, do we no, all have minus no. ones? Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Um, I, where I think it like feels like. Like, this is your brain, max capacity here, but help out is kind of easier than the actual physical task. I got an eight. Okay, it's a plus one, but you are also in danger if there is any. Uh, that brings me up to an 11. Uh, 11, great. Uh, so, uh, your options are, and while the information is relevant, uh, you will gain a plus one ongoing. Uh, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Um, let's do dangers we haven't noticed. Uh, okay. Uh, so it looks like while Carla is is there, she's surrounded by a bunch of people right now. This is like a very dense place. Uh, with just like packed with people because everyone's just kind of had to move to the same exact spot where there's no walls in between anybody. Uh, and people are talking to Carla, but Carla is not listening. She's like this, like looking off into the distance and uh, like just kind of mumbling. Uh, and your best guess is that she is trying to covertly communicate with someone who isn't here, uh, which means that she's trying to correct what's happening right now. Ooh. Um. Then let's do. Uh, I guess best way out makes sense. What's your best way out right now? Of like. Yeah. This general zone. Yeah, like best way to sort of like get to a place where we can get Beck and Flint over here to help. Uh, and it's pretty crowded. Um, I think your best bet is just to like do the reasonable thing, which is like go to your car and mime like you know getting out of like a wet clothes or something or sitting inside of it while you wait this out. Anything that would be like anyone would just be doing this after like a this shitty thing just happened. Okay, and then I guess, I mean, I feel like that's pretty much the best way to protect the victims as well. Unless there's something else. Let's just do biggest threat, I guess. Okay. Uh, the biggest threat, let's say, Carla is definitely aware of the power of the thing that uh, is that they're not working, maybe not working with, but is in the area, uh, and that she likely has some sort of way to counteract it. Um, however, other unwitting citizens likely do not know anything about what to do in a situation like that. And now everyone is currently packed into one very tight area. 
like in one you're not tight area but like locally everyone's packed in this one little zone so if something were to show up right now things would be very very bad if any of the uh the current dilemmas the threats facing constance right now entered the scene like she's probably trying to do like correcting it or like stopping it while also saving everybody would be extremely difficult gotcha um i think as i try to get uh with june to the car i'm going to like fake a phone call as i pass someone at like that seems like they work at the news someone someone more important and i'm gonna be like oh yeah jakey baby i'll meet you at the airport just make sure no one follows you over there because we don't want any kind of paparazzi to show up at the airport where you're coming mr gyllenhaal uh, and try to maybe get them to leave the scene and go somewhere else. Uh, okay. Can I also get on my phone and pretend to be on a phone call and be like, <laughs> yeah, there's some sort of gas leak at the news station. Yeah, the, the, I heard the fireman talking about how there's a gas leak. Everyone's got to leave because there's a gas leak. <laughs> uh, sure. I'm just Either like one of you mass leak a lot. <laughs> I love it. Either one of you may uh, roll manipulate a person and the other help out. You're trying two different like tactics, but yeah. you're both doing the same thing. Yeah. I uh, like how a lot of Cassius's plans like presuppose that everyone in Constance is like a big G Hall fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who isn't? They're like, we're more of a Ryan Gosling town. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, an 11 for helping out. Or no, a 12. Beautiful. And I have a minus one from this? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's over like, it, it's it's an 11 on the dice and then plus sure. three, plus one, minus one. Okay, I'll, I'll, get, I'll open the floor here because this is definitely a bit sillier of a moment. What is the, the crowd's reaction to the two of your bits right now? Because it does succeed. They do respond to, this, to the narrative you've concocted for them. Uh, what do they do? I think the the stories kind of get confused and people think that Jake Gyllenhaal has caused a gas leak at the airport. Uh, and um, Intentionally? That, yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, Gyllenhaal no. has gone off the rails. He's caused a gas leak at the airport. Uh, the, the planes are all like forced down. Like, like, and it just keeps escalating. And like all of the reporters are like, well, clearly that is breaking fucking news. And like everyone like heads out. Jake Gyllenhaal turns domestic terrorist. I didn't anticipate the fake film becoming a casualty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, no, no. this is just viral marketing. Uh, This is is all just, you know, part of the marketing scheme. You know, you need need your your actor to get a little bit method and, and stir up some free publicity. You guys don't remember the gas leak scene that I wrote you? <laughs> I sent I sent it via uh, AIM to your beepers. Yeah, the reporters luckily still have some equipment left in their vans, so you see a bunch of them speed off. Uh, more than a few of the like executive teams uh, get in their cars and go, and then a bunch of like PAs and just like people who don't have cars and things just kind of like standing outside, like well. If they're gone for 15 minutes, that means we're legally allowed to leave. Uh, and they <laughs> classroom rules, baby. <laughs> uh, and they, it starts to look like they're about to disperse. Uh, and with that, I think this is the logical thing to happen to do here is to switch on over to 
uh, Flint and Beck, who are being uh, uh, chased down by the this fiery falcon uh, intent on burning them alive. How big you would get? you say this thing is? About the size of a car, I think was what we established. All right, all right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Beck, <laughs> you, you got any plans? I, I mean, I... <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, advocate for forest fires, but I do think we gotta get it out of, like, town, right? So, maybe try to drag it out to the swamp or something? Um, not really sure if it's a good idea for us to be leaving town at this point. It's fair, but, like, we can't fight it on top of City Hall. No, I'm not saying we fight it. We need to lose this thing. How do you lose a firebird? Yeah, I got a few ideas. Ideas. Uh, Lee, do I know of any tunnels in the area? Um. Roll me preparedness. What? <laughs> it's usually for items, but oh, this sounds that's... like the best way to do that. Why did I roll a d20? <laughs> I checked my bag and I found this little hole. <laughs> I, found a, I found a green pipe, which I threw <laughs> yeah. in the ground. It's yeah. on a sewer tunnel. Minus one, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a 12 total. Yeah, yeah, for sure you know of a, uh, the sewer system in Constance. I guess it's very open enough that people can walk through it. Oh, no, I'm talking like uh, uh, underpass tunnels. Like, if this thing's flying behind uh, me, freaking yeah, oh. run it into the wall of a tunnel. For sure. There's, like, a number of, like, parking garages and places where they station trolleys and what have you that definitely do have that. If you can, as long as you aren't smashing into a truck, you can definitely, like, weave your way through that. Cool. So what my plan is, is with the 12 of preparedness, I imagine that I know all of the thinnest alleyways to lead to a tunnel. So it's constantly having to, like, uh, fly vertically, fly vertically to get through the alleyways because it's so wide. And then instead of another wide thing, the next turn is a like tunnel hanging. where it would have to fly under, but it's so used to having to fly vertically. Yeah, yeah. That it I, turns the wrong way and... I love this. Roll me and act under pressure. Gladly. You're a madman, Matt. Eight plus three minus one. Math. Ten. Ten. Uh, you do it. Uh, go ahead. I mean, you kind of did just narrate the scene already, uh, but I'll add a little bit of flair here. Uh, when you weave through these buildings, this thing is, seems incredibly intelligent. Uh, its ability to like follow and track your movements uh, is like near mind blowing. If, if anything, like at the speed you're going, you're on a you're on a motorbike right now. It would not be unreasonable for you to have at least gained some distance on it. But it seems to understand the very exact next move you're about to make, uh, and has started to predict. Okay, and I turn now, and I I rotate now, and I rotate now. Uh, and doesn't seem like the least bit afraid of you. Uh, and uh, what's your face? The moment it you hear a poof, and a, as it slams hard into this uh, brick wall, that's the the sort of uh, garage overhead. Flint just smirks and goes, Looney Tunes, motherfucker. <laughs> we the camera looks behind you as we see this like thin like kind of car-sized tunnel that it's like trying to kind of squeeze itself through and the brick uh is blackened by the sheer heat coming off of it uh and 
uh, we see a crimson uh, wing wraps around a small sign that says, uh oh, on it. (laughs) (laughs) We see that there was never an entrance in the first place. It was just a drawing of an entrance. Uh, very, very good. And you, yeah, I mean, you escape as it's trying to like worm its way through here and it just can't and eventually starts to back out and fly into the sky. All right, uh, Beck, can you get in touch with the others? Because th- this has gotten a little more complicated than uh, we originally thought. You think? Yeah, I will call Kasha. <laughs> just want to get that sweet, sweet uh, ringtone back there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't play enough of it. If, if yeah. he lets it ring too long, then we have to pay money. <laughs> I always pick it up right during that royalty-free zone. Uh, like, <laughs> the sampler. <laughs> oh, hey, Beck, that's so weird. We, we were just going to call you. That's like, that's pretty funny, isn't it? Hey, do you have a... Do you also have, like, a firebird on your end? Uh, no, I've got a, uh, it's a Buick. <laughs> Can you hand the phone to June, please? Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> All of our mics just popped. Just so you know. Oh my god! I have triples of the Buick. Triples of the Triples of the Nova. Just like so through. Triples is best. Triples is best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, June, uh, Beck wants to talk to you. Podcast ends right there. <laughs> episodes. That's, that's a wrap up. 20 minutes in. <laughs> it's all the that story just ended right there. No conclusion. No. And no resolution. No nothing. It's just. And we were all about to get to that moment. <laughs> It was oh all just a God. long setup for a dumb joke. <laughs> it was all set up for an advertisement <laughs> to sell Buicks. Give us money. <laughs> Anyways, what do you say? June, I am going to buy you a phone. Anyway, uh, we have like a car-sized firebird on our tail. I think we shook it for now. Uh, please tell me that you don't have like Articuno and Zapdos over on your end. We have some criminal arson, I say, over Cassius's shoulder, but that's oh about my it. Gosh. Who's setting buildings on fire? Uh, that'd be me. Um, we, we need you guys to help with a kidnapping, too. Yeah, okay. Uh, right, right, Cassius? Yeah. I just Wait, don't what know. are we doing? They want to. They want to kidnap somebody. Okay, I'm in. <sighs> uh, I think you know Beck puts everyone on speaker. Look, we have like weird glassy-eyed zombified motherfuckers, a car-sized firebird. You guys want to kidnap somebody? I really, really don't enjoy saying this, but maybe we should ask the bureau for help. Cash has got a vibe from the reporter lady that she was evil, and uh, I saw her doing some uh, malicious and sinister magics, so we think she's connected to what's going on right now. 
maybe she's beacon or or like a rogue witch or something. Uh, yeah, that is entirely possible. Oh boy, so cool. Okay, well, we're just gonna have to pull our resources again. This is way too much for just the four of us, right? Uh, she could be like a droid control ship situation, maybe. I don't know how involved she is, but maybe we will get lucky, and if we take her out, everything else will stop. I don't know. Unless she has, like, a telepathic link with the firebird the size of a car flying over top. yeah. I forgot about the Jean Grey situation. Just so many pop culture. Uh, Do we know where, like, a planet of broccoli people are that she could eat? What? Oh, it's nothing. Uh, Claremont reference. Uh, Weirdly enough, I think the Firebird might be the most, like, direct issue that we have. Yeah, I'm more worried about all the, you know, innocent people being brainwashed and the fact that there's, like, human... I've never killed a human before, but, you know, first time for everything, so, uh... Like, if we gotta... if I gotta, like, drown one of the Beacon people, I, I could do that. I mean, yeah. So yeah, where am I meeting you guys to kidnap someone? Uh, we're at the the TV. You can station. make it. Up. <laughs> yep, on our way. Okay. <laughs> we'll never name it from this point forward. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you probably just know your way there. Uh, and you guys uh meet up. Uh, no big old bird in sight, no humming chorus, no mesmerized folks, but the comet is still definitively in the sky. Uh, you can see this, not, it's, it doesn't look like it's moving towards like an eclipse or anything, like it's not heading to block out the sun here, but it is still very, very visible in the sky with a sort of like, uh, this like orange glow against the blue, like, you know, the blue skies here. Oh wait, yeah, I was right, uh. It's actually the whole sky is kind of this orangey glow, thanks to the comet. Uh, and for what it's worth, and for our listeners, if this were a real TV show, that orange glow would not be like, not be unlike the one we've seen in the visitors' realm, uh, the monsterverse, if you will. Oh, isn't that lovely? So it's like the the veil is especially thin right now, maybe between a monster world and our world. Um, Wonk. That sucks. Wink. Wonk. Okay. Maybe we maybe we pick like a, a threat to attack first? I think we need more information, which is why my plan involved kidnapping and some light interrogation techniques. Yeah, yeah, let's kidnap her, bring her back to the uh, storage shed. I got some batteries and, like, copper wire. Oh, I I really felt like I was supposed to be, like, the farthest out of the moral (laughs) compass here. I really feel like we've kind of lost that. Uh, (laughs) You were real okay with torture right there. I don't, this is unfamiliar territory to me, to say the least. No, Uh, no, I've, I've never done it before, but, like, if it protects innocent people, then do what you gotta. Okay, okay I guess. Um, why don't, well, you could cross that bridge after the first felony, uh, and then maybe we'll get uh, uh, 
figure that out before then. Do we? Did we see where uh, she went off to? I wouldn't say so. Dispersed. Uh, uh, probably not at this point. But she's like not here, right? Like she's yeah, left yeah. this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be able to hazard a guess that they might have gone towards the airport. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know there was an airport in Constance. I didn't imagine one, but I guess there is. My, my guess is it's one of those little, like, bush plane airports. Uh, That's I have one near me where it's just small aircrafts and private yeah. aircrafts. That's the kind that Jake Gyllenhaal would ride in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it's nothing but, like, farmers with their, uh, with their planes for... Uh, crop dusting. Crop dusting and the occasional private jet for a rich person. That sounds pretty accurate to the vibe I've been trying to cultivate for Constance. Uh, sure, yeah, let's follow her to the airport. Is this gonna be one of those things where we just kind of, like, do stuff when we get there and figure it out as we go along? Or would we yeah, like I guess to? so. Uh, let's go. Okay. Like yeah. most paper? <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, well, let's go! Uh, okay. You go to the airport, uh, which, uh, mind you, it's like 2.33 o'clock at this point. Uh, uh, It wasn't originally going to be an active place, but now it currently is, as everyone here has kind of, there's like a bunch of reporters, assuming there's a secret Jake hiding somewhere uh, who has committed some sort of crime, and they're trying to get the, the scoop. A bunch of people are investigating. Their eyes are open right now. Uh, do we see the evil wizard? Uh, this seems like an investigative mystery to me. I don't uh, know what she looks like, so that's on you guys. Oh, no, you do. Uh, she's yeah, on we, TV. Yeah, Chalamet showed it on his television. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, like, I don't, I'm not one for investigation. I'm, I'm here for, I'm here to play bait and, uh, Get numbers, you know. Well, with plus three, minus one, it's a four. So, if <laughs> everyone here makes a help out, you could save it. If Two not, minus one plus three, yeah. Then we'll see how it goes. Oof. The oof, odds there oof. aren't great. All right, no. I'm rolling a help out. Oh, okay. Well, uh, uh, boxcars, like babies. No, wait, no, that's the good one. Uh, snake eyes, baby. That's what I got. I know that, like, obviously you can't succeed now. Yeah. But does anyone else, like, feel like they would have? No. Tried? I would have oh, had a Jesus. negative one to helping. Um, no, I think I'm just, like, st- still recovering from my little psychic shit with right. Gert. I'll take that XP, though. Yes, yeah, man. yeah, for sure. Mark experience. Very good, very good. All right, give me one second to dream up a uh, truly awful scenario. <sighs> we get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> we all wake up zip tied to a chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is very funny. I mean, Flint is like riding alongside on his motorbike. Uh, Flint and June. In this very moment, tensions are high. People are upset. People are alert. People are sleep-deprived. In this very moment, in front of all of these reporters, newscasters, and uh, general paparazzi, what gaffe do you two of you cause that exposes the weird? Uh, 
that exposes either magic or monsters or something. Something to that effect that, like, people get a brief moment of proof right now. As you try to investigate something, you unwittingly reveal information about yourselves, and it's not good. Instead of the weird, could it be, like, as we were moving up on this reporter woman, like, Flint was, like, drawing a gun to, like... I think sufficiently, no. It has to be something that is problematic concealment specifically. You might be able to talk your way out of a crime. This is something that is formally disturbing to to the citizenry, and they might not know how to explain it later. Uh, Constance has effectively a, a kind of ticking clock until one day they may discover everything that's going on uh, and uh, they just pushed forward just a little bit. I think the obvious one to fuck this up would be June because Flint isn't much of a caster so maybe like with the weird visions happening and the sky looking all traumatic for June and the last arc like June accidentally goes monster mode for a second. I like that. And Flint, what sufficiently stressful event causes that? It must be surprising and either terrifying or, or in some way ignite that fight or flight instinct. And it can be a mistake. It can be a it can be a delusion, as is the comet's sort of power. So I think uh, Flint starts falling asleep at the wheel of his motorbike and just when he wakes up, he just grips the brake as hard as he can and flips off of it. And June has to do something to save Flint, which causes June to go monster for a second, cast a spell or move at an unnatural speed because Flint flipped off of his motorbike and almost broke his neck from falling asleep. I love it. Uh, Flint starts driving alongside you, starts to flip over the side of his bike. June, uh, an instinctive moment of, of, uh, like, wanting to save him, uh, overcomes you for a second. Uh, but there's, between you and Flint is a glass window, and your fingers, uh, elongate and sharpen as you crack through the window. Grab onto Flint, and he slams, cracking his head on the, on the windshield as he swings around as you guys skid out and what does your face look like as far as like slightly monster form that everyone gets to see and maybe some people got on camera um i think uh june's monster form isn't quite the same as the visitors but uh uh i think their like mouth and jaw gets pretty big and uh uh, like a faint black mist kind of like comes out of June's eyes when they activate their, their monster mash. And, uh, you know, obviously like the long limbs and the like tentacles coming out the back. For sure. Uh, for just a brief moment, the, uh, uh, the media of Constance gets the juiciest fucking little scoop there. They don't know exactly what they've seen. Everyone knows they're a little sleep deprived. Everyone's doubting themselves. But... At, the, at that very moment, everyone looks at each other with the same kind of bewilderment. Not a, oh my god, are you okay? A, what the fuck was that? Uh, but when they look upon you again, you look back to your original self. Except for, uh, Flint, you're on the hood of Cassius's car, uh, head next to a cracked window. Uh, and 
yeah. Uh, they start running over to start, like, with their microphones out, cameras up, ready to start asking questions. What do you guys do? I'm gonna pop out right away. I'm gonna turn on those uh, spotlights that Flint gave me uh, on my car, and I'm gonna, like, swing it back around towards the, the motorbike and be like, Thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for coming to our very special showcase of our new improved special effects. Uh, we'd like to uh, uh, thank you all for coming out and, and doing this press release with us. Uh, I hope you all liked the footage that you got. Um, I'm going to look at uh, Flint and be like, all right, how you doing, bud? You doing all right? You want to go back to one, get another take of that? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still getting uh, I'm, I'm getting paid for this, right? Uh, just looking we'll, like we'll a hungry out with homeless HR, man. But, uh, uh, you know, you gotta get your union points first. But anyway, uh, everyone good for, uh, rehearsal? Everyone good for rehearsal? We're gonna look at June, be like, you alright? How you feeling, uh, bud? How's that prosthetic? Is that doing alright? Yeah, I'm an actor. <laughs> Cash Incredible. Roll me manipulated person. Uh, I would... To help? I would, except I would, all, I would, yeah, I mean, do so. I'm going to impose a negative one for that, for June's reaction. <laughs> so this is a cumulative negative two? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So effectively, Flint is alleviating that if uh, Flint succeeds here. With the, with the minus one, it is a oh, flat no, no. seven. Yeah, okay, oh, good. I'm going to say no minus one for the help out, but either way, okay. he'll make it good. Uh, and Cassius. I rolled seven on the dice. Plus three, ten, minus one, nine, I think, right? Okay, you gotta do something right now to prove you mean it. You have to prove to them, beyond a shadow of a doubt, these are prosthetics. Uh, I think what we're, I think maybe what I'm gonna do is try to, uh, I'm gonna look at June and be like, you got one more in ya? And I'm gonna try to do a, like, everyone back to one, we're gonna do that exact shot again and see if everyone can pull that off. Uh, I love it. <laughs> uh, June is just standing there, like completely, like not, not there, not home. June is disassociating. But uh, yeah, June like gives you a nod and like the weakest thumbs up. <laughs> All right. You guys get Everyone? back in the car. I think you pull about <laughs> ten feet back, or twenty feet back. See what happens when you zoom off to go kidnap and torture someone. <laughs> All I'm saying. All right, and we run it again. June, uh, please. <laughs> okay, is this under pressure? It is. Two of you roll. How about you're all pulling together the same scheme here? So. Uh, at one of your electron pressure, the other two must roll help out. You cannot avoid this. Okay. I got an eight on help out. And there's no minus one on helping, right? Mm-hmm. Then it is a ten for me. That brings you... it up to a total of a thirteen. Smooth as silk, which is to say it looks terrible, <laughs> right? It looks like it sucks because it does. Uh... Uh, you don't get hurt, because now you're kind of braced for this situation. But somehow, uh, uh, June, the instinct overtakes you again. You let yourself feel it. And for a brief moment, you're an actor. <laughs> and you launch out your hand. You get the weird face, the little misty eye. And the crowd goes wild. 
they're like, uh, they start, uh, I think some people in the back start, uh, like, trying to be like, um, Mr. Sherman, can we talk about any, uh, advertisement deals? <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> you get, a, get another spot back at our show. All of those things, they are, they're still holding cameras and stuff at you, but they are questioning the movie, not the weird. And that is the most important thing. Doug Jones who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Very, very uh, good. I am going to agree with Beck, y'all. I do not think we should uh, try to torture and kidnap someone. It feels like that is maybe bad mojo. All right, so just get rid of her. Uh, kidnap maybe is a good one, but maybe like just... a wizard duel. That I don't that wouldn't bring about bad mojo, right? Do Flint and Beck know that like something's being broadcast through like the TV, or isn't well, that not anymore? I assume you've like relayed the information you need to to each other. Fair enough. The drive over. Yeah. Yeah. So do we know that that's not like an active issue now that there's been. Like, they've evacuated the building. Right. So. It, it may re-emerge be- when they get everything kind of cleaned and back in order, and they're definitely going to do so quickly because today today's money day, right? Uh, so they definitely will sometime today. But for right now, you are relatively okay. I think that we're going to run ourselves ragged if we try to tackle everything individually. So maybe, no pun intended, we should, you know, kill one firebird with two stones. I think maybe we could try to trap it in power lines? You say that as the camera cuts away. As we scan through the uh, city streets of Constance, we zoom in on the power lines, following them at rapid speed like we're on a monorail, uh, faster than light, until we arrive at this full-scale scene of the Constance power plant as this great firebird rises into the air with a great... (laughs) And right below them, this mmm and ha. 